Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda, proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11, Community Health, Dream Big, Work Hard, Finish Strong, Church Brothers Collision Repair, making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. Now, here's your host, Greg Rakestra. Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, the Indy 11 continue their road trip, but unfortunately looking for a first point or victory in said road trip. Last Friday night, it was a 1-0 loss playing a man down at Birmingham Legion. On Wednesday night, a 2-1 loss to Atlanta United 2. Now the competition gets even tougher as tonight, Indy will play host to the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Indy and Pittsburgh, two of the three teams that have yet to be beaten at home so far this season in the USL Championship and the only two that have accomplished that fact in the Eastern Conference. Indy has already played at Pittsburgh once this year. This was in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup. That was a 1-0 loss. Some three days later, the Indy 11 would beat Pittsburgh when they returned the favor to play at Lucas Oil Stadium. Massive match because Indy comes in with 56 points, Riverhounds come in with 55 points, and right now you could finish anywhere, honestly, from 1 through 5 or even 1 through 6 in the East, and that has massive playoff implications as far as whom you're playing, but more importantly, where you're playing, home and road. The dust is by no means settled right now in the East. Tonight goes a long way in doing so. 7 o'clock is the kickoff time at Highmark Stadium uh, in downtown Pittsburgh. We'll talk about that with Indy 11 head coach Martin Running. We'll talk about some Indy 11 front office news and preparing for upcoming home matches and potential playoff matches, not to mention something cool that's going to take place next Saturday night when the Indy 11 return home to play Memphis 901 FC. Josh Mason joins us for that portion of the show. And we'll get the latest in Major League Soccer as their regular season winds up next Sunday. Our buddy Brian Dunseth will be joining us on the program coming up in just a little bit. But as we always do, Mart Runny leads us off, and his conversation comes your way next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community Now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to Care from Community. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid, Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. 
Need help achieving your goals? At Pillar Group Risk Management, not only do we sell insurance and bonds, we also invest our time in developing and providing risk management strategies tailored to support our clients' immediate and future goals. We are focused on earning the trust of our clients by building strong relationships. For information, visit our website at pillargroup.com or give us a call at 317-853-3510. That's 317-853-3510. Pillar Group Risk Management. Risk managed. Rest assured. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The last time we spoke with this gentleman, it was literally 30 minutes after the conclusion of a match on Friday night. Since then, the Indy 11 have played again in the road, or on the road in the South, and the result, again, wasn't what the team was hoping for. A 2-1 loss to Atlanta United, too. Not much time to worry about that because a very good Pittsburgh team awaits later tonight. And to join us how to talk about that is our buddy, the head coach of the Indy 11 and Martin Runney. Coach, I normally ask how you're doing. I understand if there's a qualifier to that today, knowing after a couple of back-to-back losses, you might be doing fine. Are you a little concerned about the way things have unfolded these last couple of matches? No, I'm doing pretty good. I think, obviously, we don't want to lose games, and it always hurts when we do, but we're in a position where we're we're really in a, in a very strong position. We've yep. put ourselves in a great spot for the season, and so we don't want to get too caught up in, in the defeats, but... Generally, in a, in a successful season, there's always a couple couple moments where it's not going as well as you would like it to, and it's important that in those moments you uh, you refocus and you get things right, and then you fight on, and, and that's usually when you end up having the most success. You learn a lot when you lose, and sometimes when you win, you don't learn too much. So I think we, we can take a lot from these last two away games where we've lost. It's obviously disappointing, but at the same time, uh, all to play for still. From an overall quality standpoint from Wednesday night, what was your takeaway? Not just the score, but just how your team played, your takeaways from that. Well, it was it was an open game. It was both teams were really looking to play, um, and there was probably a lot of space on the field. I think that uh, we were disappointed with the goal that we lost first because um, you know we, we generally defended very well on set plays, and we lost one from a set play, which we don't normally do. So that was a bit disappointing. Um, but then I thought our response was good. I thought we played well. I thought that we created good chances and scored a good goal. And then we were unlucky not to get a second goal just before half time. We hit the post um, when we were doing you know pretty well. Um, second half again we were on top. We were in their half most of the time. Created some decent chances. Didn't manage to take them and you know made it made a couple mistakes that resulted in them scoring. So that part of it was disappointing. But I think the biggest thing is just making sure that we stay focused on what we do and, and doing it well. I think sometimes what I've noticed this season is when we've been right at the top and we've been in the position to really push our set, ourselves ahead and really make a difference, I think that at times we've maybe forced things a little bit and maybe just lost sight of exactly what we've done to get there. And I think it's an important lesson to learn and it's important to get it right now in the sense that right now there's the whole season still up for grabs, everything from the from the regular season title to the playoffs. And for us, we need to make sure that we have the right way of playing, the right mentality for these games, because this is when it really counts now. All right. At the end of the match, obviously, normally we talk about Patty Barrett getting a goal. Unfortunately, we're going to talk about Patty Barrett getting a, a card seemingly after the end of the match. Walk us through what happened and, and what the explanation from the referee was. Yeah, I don't really know too much about that. I didn't actually see the red card or anything like that. I just think that the players were probably a little bit frustrated with, with some of the referee, and I think that has been the case, you know, not just in that game, but in quite a lot of games this season, and not not only for our team, but for the other team as well. So I think at times players do get frustrated, coaches do get frustrated with that. But I think that, you know, we're in a spell in, in soccer in the US where it's grown just like so, so rapidly. There's so many teams, there's so many leagues, and there's just probably not quite enough fully experienced officials to, to go around and that's something that's going to take a little bit of time just to deal with and that's nothing negative against the officials it's just a fact the game, the game has grown like so so fast 
that that everything has to catch up, and and that includes the officiating. And and I think the you know the people who run the officiating would would know that and, and agree with that. And the officials are doing the best that they can. They're uh, definitely not going out to intentionally make mistakes, and we respect what what they're doing. And ultimately, we have to do well enough so that even if we feel disappointed with decisions, we we need to be good enough to win despite that. And I think for the most part of the season, we've been able to do that, and now we need to make sure we stay focused on that. And again, while you'd love to have Patty for the match, now you've got Mitch Osmond. Again, we referenced this as kind of having – Four starters for three positions. Your thoughts about uh, the confidence you have in him to kind of fill into that void at least for one night? Yeah, we've got a lot of confidence in him. And obviously he's played quite a lot this season and he's always done well. So um, it's up to him to get in there and do well and then keep it going. I'm sure that he can do that. And um, I've got, yeah, complete confidence that, that he'll he'll do a good job. No problem. All right, so as the standings lie heading into the match and heading into the weekend, and I know that uh, Red Bulls, too, uh, have a Friday night match over the course of the weekend. But literally at the conclusion of business on Wednesday, you are part of a, a, a five-team separated by a point atop the Eastern Conference uh, standings. You ever been part of something like that before? Um, it does seem really close. I, I seem to remember in Korea that it was uh, really close like that as well, where there was just really little between between maybe not the maybe not the top five teams, maybe like four teams, and then there was one team that was a little bit ahead. So yeah, for the top five teams to be so close is is incredible, and that that just shows you that you know the margin for error for everybody is is small, whether it be each team again, the officials, everything. It makes a big difference. So I think. Um, it's the time of season where you have to make sure you get things right. But it, but by doing that, you have to stay focused on how you play and stay confident in how you play and not get caught up in the situations and in the moments. Because I think sometimes when it gets like this, teams get a little bit tight and they don't end up playing to their full potential. And I think with the quality that we have and the ability we have to play well, that's that's probably a negative for us and a positive for other teams because they can maybe make it more of a, a scrap and a fight and and we need to make sure that we, we continue to play and use our quality to, to bypass that. All right, you're a team that hasn't lost at home, and you're playing against a team that hasn't lost at home this year in, in Pittsburgh. Obviously, they were very good last year. Kind of a sluggish start this year, but here they are, right back in, into the championship mix. Uh, what makes Bob Lilly's team so tough to beat at home? Yeah, I think for sure they're they're a solid team. I mean, I remember playing there earlier in the season. Right. As you say, they weren't maybe getting results in the same way as they have been recently. But earlier in the season, we played great there. We, we really dominated and had a lot of chances. That was in an Open Cup game. Um, and, and, and we didn't capitalize on those chances. So that was disappointing on the night. But they're a good team. They're, they've got a lot of hardworking players. They're solid. They know what their jobs are. They do them well. Um, so definitely a tough game, but a game where we feel confident, a game where we're looking forward to. We don't we don't feel worried about going into play against any team. That doesn't mean to say it's going to be easy, but when we play our best, we're we're right there, ready to beat anyone. So we need to make sure that we stay focused on that and enjoy the fact that we're right there in that mix of five teams. Again, Martin Running, our guest here on Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. A couple quick things and then we'll let you go. Uh, again, a brutal travel portion of the schedule, and you have known that this was coming uh, for you know for some time. One thing I thought was nice, though, it, it's an extended trip away from home, but it saves you some airline miles or some time on a bus. You guys went straight from Atlanta on Wednesday night, or I guess maybe on Thursday morning, into Pittsburgh instead of coming back to Indianapolis. What did that? What does that extra day or two on the road do for your team? Well, it's just a chance to to stay connected and to hang out. I think the guys get on well with each other, so that's a that's a good thing. Um, obviously, it reduces a little bit of that travel time. We would literally be, you know, landing on on Thursday and then getting in a bus on Friday and driving all the way across to Pittsburgh. So it saves us a little bit of that travel. That allows us to to recover a little bit more and focus on some training and getting ready for the game. So I think. Um, it is, it is a tough run of games. There's no question about that. And I think people don't really take that into account. But it is a factor when you're playing games when you don't have too long to train. Um, but at the same time, we did know it was coming. And we, we know what we need to do. I think we've started off this run pretty well. We're maybe in the middle of it now. And we've had a, a couple of disappointing games. But now we need to finish this run well. And I think that we're more than capable of doing that and have a lot of confidence that we will do that. And then we'll see where we are with a couple of games to go in the season. All right, so with that, five games up to play in the season, two more midweek matches, so you still have some to go. But again, a, a lot of this midweek slog as far as a grind. You've already now had three Wednesday matches behind you in the month of September from, from a, a fatigue standpoint, whether it's physical or mental. How are the guys holding up right now? 
Yeah, they're they're good. I mean, at the same time, it's it is a reality that it's a lot of games. But we would normally be training in in this period, and we'd be working hard in training. So, um, it's it's uh, it's part of being a good team is you have to play big games all, all the time, and you have to make sure that you're up for it whenever those games come along. And I think uh, we're in that we're in that phase where we're ready to go. We're ready to go for it. And um, you know, when you look at this spell of games, like I say, it, probably you could start it off saying like it was like Louisville. New York, yep. Charleston, then it was, I think, maybe not in order, but uh, Bethlehem Steel, Ottawa. So that that's the first like five, six games of probably about an eight game, nine game, maybe even 10 game run of games in a very short space of time. So the first phase has been good. There's a little let down. Now it's important that the next phase is good. And then we'll look back on it and say we did well in that busy spell. Again, Martin Running, head coach of the Indy 11. Tough loss in Atlanta on Wednesday night. A great opportunity this evening against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. As always, thanks for the time, my friend, and best of luck tonight. All right, thank you. All right, so let's walk you through what the standings look like in the USL's Eastern Conference, and this is going into the weekend because Red Bulls 2 had an outlier match. They played last night. It is their home finale, or was their home finale, as they will play three times on the road to finish the season. And much like the Indy 11, they have lost in their last two times out and frankly have picked up only six of a last possible 15 points. So entering the weekend, RB2, Indy 11, Tampa Bay Rowdies, all sitting on 56 points. The Indy 11 has one match in hand entering the weekend, now two after Red Bulls 2 played last night. But again, that big deficit in terms of matches played and has largely gone away for the Indy 11. They will actually finish before most everybody else does because they will finish the season on October the 16th. Nashville and Pittsburgh are both sitting on 55 points. So spots one through five separated by a point going into last night's match against New York Red Bulls too. And the importance of that is this. If you're the number one seed in the East, you know you've got to be ready to host three playoff matches. If you're the five seed in the East, you're going on the road at the opening round and you may not get a home playoff match for the rest of the playoffs. So the fact that spots one through five is so ridiculously compacted means that every match is important. And a reminder, the first tiebreaker is not goal differential. First tiebreaker is number of wins. So with that, Indian Red Bulls 2 both had 17 wins going to the weekend. Rowdies in Nashville, 16 wins. Pittsburgh, 15 wins. They also have the fewest losses in the East with four. They've also got the uh, second most draws with 10. So that is the way that things are shaping up for an Indy 11 standings perspective. As far as the schedule is concerned, Indy has one of two massive matches atop the Eastern Conference tonight. The other one in the East, Tampa Bay and uh, excuse me, Tampa Bay is playing host to Lou are playing at Lou City tonight, and that match kicks off uh, simultaneously with the Indy 11 match taking place at seven o'clock. So it is a massive weekend in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. We'll take this quick time out. We'll talk about the MLS playoff picture and more with our good friend Brian Dunseth. Dunny joins us next. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid, Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Founded in 1997, Milagro has quickly become one of the world's most awarded tequila brands. Milagro tequila is distilled in the pot and column stills for the perfect balance of smoothness and agave flavor. 100% estate-grown blue agave Milagro tequila is proud to partner with Indy 11 and feature their signature cocktail, the 11 Rita, a beautifully crafted margarita made with Milagro tequila. Enjoy an 11 Rita at Tavern on South before or after the game. Please drink responsibly. Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. 
That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to care from community. Hey, Indianapolis. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is a proud sponsor of your Indy 11 with three production brewing and restaurant facilities in St. Louis and one in Bavaria. Urban Chestnut combines traditional European brewing techniques with modern American innovation. Enjoy their Zwickel Bavarian Lager while you cheer on the boys in blue this season at Lucas Oil Stadium. And you can find all of their world-renowned beers throughout Indianapolis. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool and aqua lounge. No detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Indy 11 is a leading contender for the USL Championship crown, and with a year-long unbeaten streak at Lucas Oil Stadium, there's no better time to see the boys in blue in action than this summer. Tickets start at just $11. Gather the whole team for a night out. Groups of 15 or more can get discounted seats, or you can experience a game in style from an Indy 11 premium suite. To save your seats and see the team's remaining 2019 schedule, call 685-1100 or visit Indy11.com. Indy 11, the world's game, Indiana's team. That's the way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of Indy 11. Dunny in three, two, one. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. And we try to have this guy on once every couple of three months. He has reached official friend of the show status a long time ago. But one thing that I am noticing is that we generally start our conversations based on a Facebook picture that I see. Last time it had nothing to do with soccer. This time it has everything to do with soccer. First of all, the official welcome, Brian Dunseth joining the show. Good morning, my friend. How are you? How are you? I'm good. And uh, you had the infamous, the famous, the one and only Zlatan wanting to take a picture with your kids the other night. Is this correct? (laughs) Yeah, it is. uh... You know what I realized a long time ago when I was a kid playing, 20-year-old playing for the New England Revolution? Um, It would probably be beneficial to life in general if I was friends with all the interns and the newly hired kids within the New England Revolution uh, organization. And time went on, and whether they were involved in U.S. soccer or running ESPN or Fox Sports 1 or just PR guys around the league, um, you know, relationships go a long way. Uh Uh-huh. uh, my, my buddy, Brendan Hannon, who started at Major League Soccer, was at the Chicago Fire, who is now at LA Galaxy. Um, little life hack out there. For everybody that has kids that love soccer, but their kids aren't really into it, 442s, the 442, and then O-O-N-S on YouTube. And it's a cartoon that for the last couple of years does Jurgen Klopp, does Latan, does Cavani, does Neymar, does Mbappe, does Coutinho, does all these guys. My boys have fell in love with it. So when I was interviewing Freddie Juarez the other night before the game, my boys went up, and I've been working on manners, shaking people's hand, looking them in the eyes, introducing yourself, uh, and they introduced themselves to Brendan. And Brendan was like, hey, like, what, do you, what are you here for? And they're like, we're here to see Zlatan. He obviously runs all, everything at LA Galaxy. So he says, well, what are you guys doing afterwards? And uh, my boys are like, well, you know, I, gotta, or I said, I got to do the postgame show, but then we're just going to hang out. And Brendan looks at me and says, make sure they're down here after the game. So I get them down there in the hallway. Everybody's, like, cleared. There's nobody else around. It's just us. Um, and uh, I text Brendan. I said, yeah, we're here. So this guy comes up to us and says, Dunny. I go, yeah. He goes, okay, Zlatan's almost done. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And next thing I know, Zlatan turns the corner. And I was telling my boys, I was like, he's just a human being. All you have to do is say, Zlatan, may we please get a picture? I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but, you know, if you ask, you know, we'll see what happens. Zlatan turns the corner, sees the boys, and goes, hey, can I take a picture with you guys? That's awesome. And my boys just light up. 
And um, they're like, please, Latan, may we take a picture with you? He's like, no, 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 I want to take a picture with you. And so my boys, like, he's got this big Cheshire cat grin on. Yep. And my boy, one of my boys is in front. My, my taller boy, my older boy is kind of like, stands kind of behind him. And he goes, no, 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 I'm so much bigger than you. You have to get in front of me. And so he just bends over and it's, you know, just this moment where you can see in my kid's face that, you know, he didn't have to do it. It's going to be a memory forever. And, uh, you know, just incredible. I, I, I put him amongst like a David Beckham and a Terry Henry guys that realize that it's bigger than just them and the effect the cause and effect that they have. Um, so I, I've, listen, I'm a homer. I'm a Man United fan. I've, I was in Sweden right after his last time went to Ajax. So I've always had an affinity for the man, um, and uh, he definitely did not disappoint across the board for myself or for my boys. First of all, dad of the year for you. Uh, th- those dad points carry well into November for you uh, <laughs> by, 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 by hooking that up. But secondly, about Zlatan, A, is he back next year? And B, there is little doubt he is the biggest individual presence in this league or most any league he is in. Is he still the best player in this league? Um, I think he's, let's start with this. I I think he is the first player in the history of major league soccer. That's come anywhere close to David Beckham, because I think, I think he transcends, uh, sport, celebrity, uh, sexuality, uh, all of that across the board, um, nationality. I, I just think that he's one of those like once in a generation guys. And I think Zlatan has that and has proved that because who else can go on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or right. any of the night shows and, and have the personality and the effect that he's had in the L.A. market. Um, in terms of player on the field, the guy's got 50 goals in two seasons. Mm-hmm. 50 goals in two seasons. I mean, it, 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 if L.A. falls short, it's not Zlatan's problem. It's the fact that their outside backs and their goalkeeper and their center backs have conceded goals. I mean, you take out those 29 goals this season, and they're, uh, you know, they're not a playoff team. But Jonah Dos Santos, Christian Pavone on loan from Boca Juniors, the Argentine who started in the World Cup, and Zlatan are difference makers. Um, and I think overall, if he leaves, it'll be a sad day uh, because he still has it. I mean, my Manchester United could use him right now. I know that for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So, I mean, give me a percentage. Do you think he's back next year? Yes, no, or, or somewhere in the middle? Oh, God, I, I'm, I'm going to say 75% he's back. Like Money's that. not a problem in L.A. Right. Um, I think the direction of the club is not the problem. I just think that they need some more pieces. And unfortunately, you know, remember, they were stretched thin with having to buy Gio DeSantos out and Alessandrini uh, gone all year. I think Alessandrini is 100% out the door. Um, I think there's 75% that's lots on returns. All right. For the soccer fans in L.A., what is now the balance of attention Galaxy versus LAFC. Who is winning? I, I can tell you who's winning the war as far as the standings are concerned. Even if the Galaxy have good results against them, as far as the hearts and minds of L.A. soccer fans, who's winning that battle? Oh, boy. You're putting me in a conundrum because I'm from Southern California. Um, I think LAFC is winning the battle currently, um, and they will absolutely be winning the battle the moment Zlatan leaves L.A. Galaxy, yeah. unless there's another global superstar that they can bring into the market. I don't know if you've been out there, but Bank of California Stadium, right next to the Coliseum, it's literally kitty corner uh, to downtown L.A. Um, All you're doing is crossing the T of all the freeways um, of the 10 and the 110. The stadium's phenomenal. I think, and no disrespect to anybody else, I think it's the best stadium in Major League Soccer right now. And the product on the field, even with, you know, uh, I, I love the reclamation project of Bob Bradley. I think that what happened at Swansea City and now Cocky Bob and his bomber jacket on the sideline and with his style and substance that the way this team plays and is a supporter shield champion in just its second year of existence is absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, I, LAFC for me, but when we start talking about playoff format, um, I get kind of nervous for LAFC. Well, before we get to the playoff format, which obviously is about to happen and B is radically different, I wanted to get your thoughts, much as I put you on the spot saying LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Weigh the Supporters' Shield versus MLS Cup champion. How much weight should we give the former versus the latter? Zero. Okay. Um, I mean, Supporters' Shield, I was with Miola yesterday on Counterattack, and I was like, you know, somebody put the argument up on social media, who won the Supporters' Shield last year? 
And I literally had to really think about it for a yeah. second because I know <laughs> I was like, well, Atlanta United won MLS Cup. Oh, wow, that's right. They came up a little bit short. New York Red Bulls beat them uh, by a point. And here we were talking about Atlanta United being the best team in the history of Major League Soccer and how quickly we forget about New York Red Bulls won the Eastern Conference and the Supporters' Shield. Um, I, 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 I say this not to be flippant, but I, I, I just to kind of layer the conversation. I think Supporters' Shield is as important as the U.S. Open Cup, but then again, n- neither matter. Right. The only thing that matters in the United States is the MLS Cup trophy, and that's what we are going to judge success or, or failure by. And maybe that's a bit unfair, but I think that's the product of kind of U.S. sports in general. We're, we're used to lifting a trophy, not necessarily being the most consistent team over the course of a season. Brian Dunseth, Sirius XMFC counterattack. Of course, Real Salt Lake got a pretty sweet gig with ESPN coming up next weekend. We'll tell you about it in a matter of moments. Joining us here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. So given what we have seen Zlatan do against LAFC so far this year, is that the team out west that could give LAFC the most fits? Or is it somebody else? I actually think it's Minnesota United. Um, I, I think with the way that and Minnesota United just, what was it, uh, about a month ago, went into Bank of California Stadium and won 2 nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, context to this, Danilo Silva, the backup center back, is out for the rest of the year. Adama Diamande out for SABH protocol. Um, and so he, there's no timeline for him to return. And remember, Christian Ramirez was traded to the Houston Dynamo. So they really don't have a, a quote-unquote pure number nine. They're going to play Rossi and Rodriguez, the Uruguayan, um, who scored against the United States in St. Louis, and Carlos Vela. And they're all going to kind of just freestyle um, at that point nine. So it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. And I think when they come up against teams that are athletically gifted defensively and have three or four physical traits up front that can cause you havoc, stretch the lines, get into the channels. Um, I think that is the very definition of Minnesota United this season. As a guy that obviously is familiar with Minnesota United, having seen the last three years of the Loons before they made the jump to Major League Soccer, heard next to nothing year one and year two, and boom, here they are in second place in the Western Conference. What clicked, what went right to make this all of a sudden happen so quickly in year number three? Uh, two, two things. Number one, uh, Dr. Bill McGuire opened up Allianz Field, yep. and then that opened up the purse strings a bit more, right? Yep. It's kind of the uh, same conversation with Tottenham Hotspur and Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for Daniel Levy. Um, it's very easy. Uh, Adrian Heath and Manny Lagos were able to go out and get Vito Menone on loan from Reading, uh, sign Ike Opara, who, by the way, sporting Kansas City and Peter Vermes didn't want to pay him, and look what happened to Kansas City, and look at what Ike's done. I think he should be defender of the year in Major League Soccer. Um, Ozzy Alonso coming from Seattle, although that was a bit uh, a bit sneaky how that process <laughs> found Ozzy in Minnesota. Uh, Jan Gregush, and then the development of Mason Toy. I, I just think when you're talking about this, and I haven't even talked about Hassani Dotson or um, you know Metinair or some of these other kids. Uh, I, I just think that when you look at this team, they built themselves really, really well through the spine. And the physical assets that they already had on this team uh, kind of lead them to have a, a really, really good amount of success this year. And Mason Toy's a, a great kind of analogy to make for the, everybody else you talked about. Of course, locally, we know him from his one semester down in Bloomington playing for IU. But Mason was being the season at Forward Madison as an affiliate, yeah. basically, uh, yeah. for Minnesota United. Now he's had this huge season uh, playing up for the Loons. Quickly over to the East, although I guess it's really more of a stadium discussion than a team discussion. NYCFC in first in the Eastern Conference. Where exactly are they playing their home playoff games? I, I, it's unforgivable for me to see. I mean, if this was a part-time stadium, if this was a temporary home, I get it. But this is the Yankees being a quote-unquote co-owner, whatever that means, with NYCFC. Uh, I, I saw this team being the best team in the Eastern Conference back in August. With a little bit of foreshadowing, I think maybe decision makers probably could have seen the same thing. But at the same time, I guess cash in hand and making sure you have that reserved, um, whatever it may be, uh, for that date uh, done and dusted. So you don't have to worry about an empty stadium and you're not going to lose out on money. But it goes back to the same conundrum we've known from day one. At what point is NYCFC going to be able to get their own stadium? And there was no timeline then. I don't think there's any timeline now. 
because I don't think there is a reality for them to get this done. Uh, there's so many things in play. You're talking about old money, new money. You're talking about, you know, government leadership. You're talking about the mob. You're talking about, <laughs> you know, the, uh, uh, I, I just, I, where's the land going to come from? I, I just don't, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. And if they're out at city field or, can you imagine Red Bull Arena? Right. Disaster. Absolute disaster. All right. So speaking of stadiums, we'll wrap this up much closer to home as the Chicago Fire go back to Soldier Field for 2020. What does that mean for that franchise? Um, you've got an owner in Joe Mansueto that's local that ponied up a significant sum of money to get to, to, to pry that franchise out of the and also putting significant money up towards being able to get them out of uh, Bridgeview. And yeah, that's, that's an expensive ordeal just to think about. But he had the cachet. He had the pull locally. So now you get them downtown. And I guess what's the, the long-term plan, number one? Um, but number two, with three designated players coming out of contract, uh, is Guardado. I know they were in the mix for Chicharito. Chicharito obviously going to Sevilla. So that, that takes him out of the equation. But you got to hit. And I don't think money's ever necessarily been the problem with regards to spending for players, but you got to have an identity and you got to, I mean, this, this is a chance at a big, big rebrand. And I don't know if you have to rebrand the name, but you got to rebrand yourself downtown and let everyone know they don't got to drive 45 to two hours in traffic to go see a game at Bridgeview where uh, it, it's going to be a, a three quarters empty stadium every single week. All right. So coming up, you've got ESPN decision day, Next Sunday, where every league match, much like other major leagues around the world, are all played at the exact same time. Walk us through what you're doing. Yeah, I'll be in Bristol. I'll be on site. I'll be inside the studio. And, uh, man, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be taking you around the league. Uh, we'll be previewing. Uh, we'll be reviewing. Uh, we, we'll be throwing darts at easy targets. And we'll probably be amazed with some of the matchups that we're seeing because I think while we, while we know who's the best in each conference, we're still trying to figure out who's going to have home field advantage. And obviously with the new format change, uh, that is going to be the main subject in the, of conversation, just recognizing exactly what this is all going to look like. Because, uh, again, the blessing and the curse of, uh, of being at home throughout the course of the playoffs, I'm not exactly sure that is as beneficial as people are really trying to make it out to believe much in the conversation like we were just talking about LAFC at home throughout the playoffs. All right, Donnie, you're the best, my friend. We will do this again sometime before MLS Cup. Thanks for the insights and knowledge as per usual. Sounds good, brother. Have a good one. The Major League Soccer season, it is uh, pretty cut and dry at this point. Everybody plays the next two Sundays. That's it, and that's all for the season. Top seven teams in each 12-team conference will then make the playoffs, and for the I wouldn't say the first time because I can't quote you the exact playoff format in 1996, the first year of the league. But for the first time in many years, you know, some legs were single, some were double. Everything is single elimination. Play a team once. Somebody's moving on. Somebody is going home. So the schedule is full slate today or on Sunday. Then everybody plays simultaneously next Sunday, and that is at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Then we have an international break. So the playoffs then do not start until October the 20th. As far as the matchups that you can see tomorrow, FS1, 5 o'clock, Red Bulls and D.C. United. Then at 7.30, Minnesota and Allianz Field playing host to LAFC. And right now those two teams are 1-2 and two atop the Western Conference. We'll bring the conversation back home. We'll talk about the marketing side of things and stadium conversation too with our buddy Josh Mason of the Indy 11 front office. He joins us next. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. 
If you're looking for relaxation and recreation, look no further than Wentworth at West Clay, located in one of the most premier addresses in Carmel. The Wentworth luxury apartment homes offer newly renovated spacious floor plan options, attached garages, and upgraded finishes throughout. Enjoy endless amenities the village of West Clay has to offer. Three swimming pools, state-of-the-art fitness center, tennis courts, playground, walking trails, and community bike shares. Call 317-848-9900 to schedule a tour at Wentworth Apartments today. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to Care from Community. Are you looking to close a big sale? Maybe you need to entertain some clients. Or do you just want to reward your best employees? Whatever the reasoning, a premium suite to an Indy 11 game at Lucas Oil Stadium is the perfect answer for your business. Premium food, personalized service, free parking, and the best views in the stadium are just a few of the benefits for your group of 10 or more. Suite availability is filling up fast, so call 317-685-1100 or Google Indy 11 Suites to learn more. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. For some reason, this program has been narc-free for like months. Let's fix that now, shall we? He's the vice president of something other than narking with the Indy 11, like communications and marketing. That would be our buddy Josh Mason that joins us now. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. Thanks, Greg, for having me on. Uh, of course, appreciate it. And uh, let's start. There's all kind of stuff that you and I can cover, and we'll do so. But the impetus for having you on the show this morning is something that is going to take place at the next home game next Saturday against Memphis, and it involves the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Tell us about it. Very excited about the opportunity to actually reward a, a child to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Larry, who's been battling a brain tumor for many years, has an opportunity to have his wish granted as part of this evening. And obviously we want to make sure we're including the fans in this opportunity. So if you obviously can log on to make a wish, look up Indy 11 and you can make a direct donation to the cause to help Larry reach his desire to get to of all places, Disney world, uh, which is really cool. And this is the first time that make a wishes work with the Indy 11, correct? It is. And it's been exciting. It's the fact that obviously we as an organization being we're so civic minded, want to give back to the community and I and I would be remiss if I didn't thank some of the folks that are actually going out and there's organizations that are matching the donations that are taking place. So, forgive the sponsor plugs, but these folks have done go out of the way for them to do so. So, a special thank you to Central Indiana Honda Dealers, the Denny Companies, Zinc Distributing, First Merchants Bank, Monarch Distributing uh, here in town, who was a, I was a former uh, uh, may have may not have worked at one time <laughs> in my life, and uh, Modelo. And so, all these folks are matching these donations. And so we couldn't be more thankful. It said our hope is to raise well over $8,000 for, uh, for Larry's wish. And Larry will be with us at the game next Saturday, correct? 
That is correct. We will honor him and give him a reward. His surprise. Hope that Larry's not listening this morning, but Larry, your wish is coming. We're excited to give it to you. All right. Again, uh, it's great, and we will talk more about that both on the show, obviously on the broadcast next Saturday night, and on next week's edition of Soccer Saturday right here on 93.5 and 107.5, the fan as well. Uh, let's kind of work backwards here. Yes, there's a home game next Saturday after a couple of weeks away, and there's another home game to end the regular season on October the 16th. Right now, you have to be preparing for as many as three home playoff games. It could end up being four. There's also a chance there are zero home playoff games because that's how compact the Eastern Conference table is right now. What sort of work is being done at the corporate offices to prepare for the playoffs wherever they may take place? You know, it, part, of, part of it wants me to knock on wood at any given time because I hate to jinx the situation because obviously – where a game in hand still still look pretty good on the table. We've had two not-so-favorable results the last couple of weeks. We have a very uh, tough stretch run. Uh, those of you who are listening uh, yesterday morning to uh, 107.5 in the morning show, you heard Martin even say, you know, he, we fully understand how tough a run this is for us going into the playoffs. And this will be some uh, it's intestinal fortitude at its greatest, uh, playing this gauntlet of games going into the end of the season. But from a planning perspective, we're prepared. We're ready to host if all if we're called upon. Uh, we have some great ideas. We hope to uh, get out in the next couple of weeks to fans in terms of how we'll celebrate. But all things are uh, a go on our side. We're ready to make sure we present a great product for our fans uh, to support Indy 11 in our playoff run. All right, so with that, the two dates that you know about, October the 5th next Saturday, October the 16th, uh, a Wednesday match that was moved from Saturday once the Indianapolis Colts schedule was announced. That's the season finale against the Swope Park Rangers. What should fans expect from the two dates that you're guaranteed to have in the month of October? Well, sure and foremost, we want your bodies out there to guarantee us those uh, six points that we need to make sure we are hosting a, a playoff game. So I would first and foremost encourage you to go to Ticketmaster.com, buy your tickets, get your butts and seats, because we need you there for this strong playoff run. So we have every opportunity to host here in Indianapolis. Uh, secondarily, the October 5th is our Fall Fest. Uh, if you go to our promotions page, Indy11.com slash promotions, you get more information there. Lots of kid-oriented events for you parents out there along with some great fall favorite food and drinks included as part of our day that day. And then obviously on the 16th, that's our last home game of the season. That's our fan appreciation night. We like as many people as you come out. Stay If you're working downtown, stay downtown. Come enjoy us. Have a pint and enjoy uh, Indy 11's last home game of the season. And I cannot stress enough, um, if you haven't had an opportunity to get to a game this year, this is your opportunity to do so and support this team, if, you know, including the playoffs. This team has been good on so many levels from a performance perspective. Most wins in our history, most clean sheets in our history, uh, and undefeated and at home for well over 24, 23 games. So, I mean, I cannot stress enough that the quality of this team and you need to go out there and support it. Uh, I think the streak, uh, by the time the Indy 11 get home next Saturday, that uh, undefeated streak will reach 15 months uh, inside Lucas Oil Stadium uh, without uh, having to deal with a loss. So, Lucas Oil Stadium is the current home. There is obviously a push to have an own uh, Indy 11 Park, 11 Park, and have uh, sure. the Indy 11's own stadium. Uh, there was a lot of news about that in, that in the spring. The focus so far this year has been more about the team itself. But we're about to get to that point where stadium news could be coming down the pike. What can you share with us this morning? What I try to remind people in, in my peer group and people who ask me a lot of questions on this is that no news isn't necessarily bad news. Um, obviously, we're always in good negotiation and good faith in the city determining you know, where 11 Park would be. Um, obviously, we know as we left the legislature where we left it with the city. So we're to figure out, work with the city, do our best bet to figure out where 11 Park potentially could be uh, in a part of our greater landscape. Uh, it's bigger than me. What I always try to say, tell people is that my, my micro focus is on 2019 and make sure fans have a great experience in 2020, which we're in the middle of planning as well. But as much as anybody, you should be excited. You should continue to be excited. And I hope we take that excitement along with your hopefully getting your season tickets for 2020. Any sort of timeline, not as far as, say, shovels in ground location, et cetera, but simply from a news standpoint, when can fans expect to hear the latest developments on this front? I think you'll see some things out in the 11 office in the next couple of weeks, uh, just in making sure fans are updated. We try to make sure we have a controlled message that goes out because we don't want fans to be able to over-speculate, but we want to make sure fans are informed and you will see some more stuff coming from the 11 in the coming weeks. All right, so while you're focusing on 2019 and making sure fans have a great experience, I think the attendance is up about a 400 or 500 a night, second in the USL championship, only behind New Mexico United. 
What is the feedback you've been getting from fans in this the second year at Lucas Oil Stadium? Well, it's been great. We just completed our season ticket holder survey. And so one of the things we always like to tell folks is we are listening and we're actively listening and doing so by asking for feedback. What we hear all the time are the things, you know, the, but the experiences and parts of the, the parts of the experience we control, we do extremely well with. Uh, and the parts that we can't control, we can't control. And so we are really trying to focus on making sure the fan experience is as good as it possibly can be. And we're looking for ways, to, again, to elevate the experience. And we're looking for those things for 2020. And you'll see a single-game survey. For those of you who are single-game buyers out there, maybe not a season ticket holder, that survey should hit later on, uh, probably over the weekend, uh, probably Sunday, if for those of you who are listening today. And then upon doing so, you can give your feedback in terms of what you want to see as part of our experience. And don't get me wrong, all of this information gets uh, is read and it's read thoroughly, and we're always trying to find ways to improve the fan experience for Indy 11 fans. Now, before we let you go, the broadcasting experience that you and I have had have been limited you know, to forums such as this one. You have pinch hit for me occasionally on Soccer Saturday, but you and I have never actually sat down in a booth and called a match before. We're going to fix that on Wednesday. You and I are going to be doing some high school soccer for what I do for the day job with the ISC Sports Network. We have the Mick Championship match on the girls' side, 6-0 Carmel, 5-0 Center Grove. As a Warren Central alum, I know you can call that, then right down the middle between those two teams, what are your expectations for Wednesday evening? Well, I mean, I, I happen to know a lot about the Carmel Girls program, as, as I noted to you previously. Obviously, I know a lot, I've coached a lot of the brothers of the girls that are on that team currently. And so there's a lot of talent. Carmel, obviously, Carmel's got a great uh, feeder league in regards to all the different clubs in the area. But no, uh, no offense to the north side, but the south side has done a great job in terms of their development and club with SCSA down there. And I always say when it comes to high school ball, uh, it's really about the feeder clubs that are helping develop your tr- develop your talent, and then both sides of town have a great opportunity to have a good product on the field. How many? How much shameless Indy Eleven plugging do you plan on doing during the course of the broadcast, Josh? I, I will. Uh, I will keep my shilling, as the would say, to a fair minimum. Uh, though I will first tell you is that if you guys buy tickets now. Uh, as we speak, I'll say less about it uh, on our time together on Wednesday. I think that's the best way to go about things. As always, thanks for the time and the insight, my friend. I'll see you on Wednesday. Sounds like a plan, sir. So one more time, I wanted to make sure we plug the Make-A-Wish part of the conversation with Josh Mason. Andy 11 has partnered with Make-A-Wish Foundation to help make a wish kid's dream come true. The event will take place at the upcoming home match versus Memphis 901 FC next Saturday, October the 5th. Uh, there is, uh, as Josh said, simply log on to Make-A-Wish and search Indy 11, and you'll find out more information. And thanks to Central Indiana Honda Dealers, Denny Companies, Zick Distributing, Monarch Distributing, Modelo, and First Merchants Bank for their assistance in making this program a reality. We'll take this quick time out. We'll come back. Final thoughts of today. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Have you been to the hottest new brewery in town? Recently voted Best New Restaurant by Indianapolis Monthly Magazine, Field Brewing is serving up award-winning beers with a chef-driven, one-of-a-kind menu. On their bright, unique campus, Field Brewing uses only fresh, high-quality ingredients. It's a family-friendly brewery with outdoor dining, games, and a special event space in a cool and hip atmosphere. If you're looking for something fresh and fun, Field Brewing, located in Westfield, Indiana, is the place for you. Hey Indianapolis, Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is a proud sponsor of your Indy 11. With three production brewing and restaurant facilities in St. Louis and one in Bavaria, Urban Chestnut combines traditional European brewing techniques with modern American innovation. Enjoy their Zwickel Bavarian Lager while you cheer on the boys in blue this season at Lucas Oil Stadium. And you can find all of their world-renowned beers throughout Indianapolis. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. At the most inconvenient time, Connect to Care is mighty convenient. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Or you can search and set an appointment yourself. Our website is always open. Visit ecommunity.com slash connect. 
The quickest route to feeling better starts with us. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at CentralIndianaHondaDealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Indy 11 is a leading contender for the USL Championship crown, and with a year-long unbeaten streak at Lucas Oil Stadium, there's no better time to see the boys in blue in action than this summer. Tickets start at just $11. Gather the whole team for a night out. Groups of 15 or more can get discounted seats, or you can experience a game in style from an Indy 11 premium suite. To save your seats and see the team's remaining 2019 schedule, call 685-1100 or visit Indy11.com. Indy 11, the world's game, Indiana's team. That's the way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back for the final time this morning. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Before we exit stage left, I want to congratulate my buddy Paul Snape, head soccer coach at Butler. I had the privilege of broadcasting the Butler-IU match on Tuesday night, and Butler got their first win against the Indiana Hoosiers in some six seasons just their fifth in program history, and handed Indiana just their fifth non-conference loss in the last six years. 2-1 the score as Butler got the victory. Brandon Gould got his fourth. Uh, Lettinen gets his first of the year for the Bulldogs. Jack Mayer got the goal for Indiana. Again, Indiana is a young team this year. They're going to be very good by the end of the year. Butler, also a young team this year. I think that victory on Tuesday goes a long way for them. They will play host to a third consecutive top 10 team tonight when they play host to number nine, St. John's. That game is a 7 o'clock kickoff at the Selick Bowl on the campus of Butler University. Quickly looking ahead, it is a very busy 10 o'clock window today in the Premier League. In fact, there are six matchups taking place. Chelsea plays in the 10 o'clock window. Spurs play in the 10 o'clock window. The 12-30 match is City going to Everton. Just one match tomorrow, Leicester and Newcastle. Then how about this for a little Monday afternoon? Manchester United playing host to Arsenal. Again, that is coming up on Monday afternoon. Uh, So it is another big Premier League weekend. We are absolutely out of time. We got to go. Thank you, Martin Running. Thank you, Brian Dunseth. Thank you, Josh Mason. Thanks to you for listening. We'll do it again next week. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. Community Health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. Church Brothers Collision Repair. Making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. For more information, log on to 1070thefan.com. When it comes to Hondas, your central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at CentralIndianaHondaDealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Are you looking to close a big sale? Maybe you need to entertain some clients. Or do you just want to reward your best employees? Whatever the reasoning, a premium suite to an Indy 11 game at Lucas Oil Stadium is the perfect answer for your business. Premium food, personalized service, free parking, and the best views in the stadium are just a few of the benefits for your group of 10 or more. Suite availability is filling up fast, so call 317-685-1100 or Google Indy 11 Suites to learn more. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. 
What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to Care from Community. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. 